Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Yes, thank you. I'm looking forward to it. You and I had a great discussion, I think, about what agents are going through these days. A little bit of heightened stress out there in the market, a little bit of uncertainty, a lot of more pendings than they've ever had before, a lot of demanding buyers certainly demanding sellers, wackadoodle things like you bring them a perfectly good offer and they still want to counter. All of that kind of stuff is just sort of in the big melting pot called stress for some of our listeners. And we wanted to help them out with how to deal with some of the toxicity that they occasionally come across. So I think it's a valid topic. I think it's something that several of them have requested and looking forward to handling that. So if you're feeling any of the following words, overwhelmed, confused, stressed, overworked, underappreciated, underloved, abused, um, confused, uh, what other other words, Julie? Uh, Frustrated, frustrated, overworked. um, Losing your marbles. Losing your marbles, confused, uncertain, lacking direction. If you're feeling any words like that, it's Back. called normal. That, yeah, exactly. You're, that's called normal. This time of year, guys, in a market like this, in an economy like this, in a world like this, if you're feeling any of those feelings in May, it's called normal. Deal with it. Suck it up, buttercup. That's the industry. That's the job. It's okay to feel those things. And here's what's happening. Here's what's happening on a sort of a, an, an internal level in you, and hopefully this will get, make it so you guys don't. You guys will start feeling these feelings of overwhelmed, and it's not the feelings of overwhelmed that will make you overwhelmed. It's the feeling overwhelmed from feeling overwhelmed that will make you feel overwhelmed. In other words, you start thinking about and analyzing why you feel overwhelmed when the answer is obvious. It's because you're doing more. You're doing more than you're used to. You're doing more than you're conditioned to because you're busier or you're getting busier or you're basically working on learning how to get busier. The fact is, is this time of year, it's normal to have to essentially have uh, a higher stress, uh, basically accept the fact that other people around you are going to be acting in such a way that's going to pass stresses along to you. Now, here's why. and You've got to remember this. Every single person you're dealing with, doesn't matter who they are, is not conditioned to be working continuously under a stressful environment, and probably neither are you. Most of us spend our entire lives, our entire, every single waking moment on this planet, doing everything we can to avoid stressful situations. And yet, what do we find ourselves in? A real estate uh, business that's highly competitive, where there's lots of you know, stress and concerns and whatever. And we all know, or if you not, don't know, you're going about to know, that real estate, buying and selling a home, is generally speaking considered to be one of the most stressful things that people go through. So, and a lot of the people are going through these stressful things of having to buy or sell a home because they have maybe other things going on in their lives that's forcing it. You know, some whatever, financial issue, health issue, forced relocation, all those types of things. So when you actually come in contact with buyers and sellers in a market like this, not only do they have all the stresses of the marketplace, but they have their personal stresses. So they essentially 
are having a shit storm of emotions that they have tried to avoid their entire lives, and then boom, they land on your doorstep. You get it? And then what happens is you start absorbing those emotions. That's the reason you guys will work with two or three buyers, and, or you know, it's almost always buyers, and you'll feel totally stressed out and burned out because you've absorbed their emotions. So what I'm here to tell you is that all those feelings you guys are feeling is normal. Now, what you do with it in the future, how you shield yourself from absorbing those feelings, that's what we want to help you with on today's uh, podcast. So I want you to write down this first point. You need to learn to show emotion. This is a good self-defense mechanism. You need to learn to show emotion without being emotional. For example, someone you're talking with. A buyer, let's say, they lost a house, they didn't get it, they whatever got underbid, overbid, whatever. Mr. Sell, or Mr. Buyer, listen, I am so sorry this happened to you guys. You know, I, it, I, you know, it's terrible that those other buyers were, you know, willing to go so much over market value. Uh, you know, I, we're going to do everything in our power to basically move this forward for you. I'm sorry that you know you guys lost it on this house. You know, those types of emotions. Now let's move forward and let's find you the house that's the perfect house. Because Mr. Buyer, I have experienced this before with other folks who basically weren't willing to go out into the ether and pay what maybe would be historically seen as overinflated price. And then what happened is we will then very shortly after find what would have been the perfect house. And they look back upon the house that they're just crying in their oatmeal over having lost, and they're grateful that they didn't end up getting it because they like so much better than the house they ended up getting, right? Now, some of you guys are going to be in situations with sellers, and sellers are going to be in situations where they're not making money, losing money. There may be in some markets we're starting to see the return of short sales. And those situations, Mr. Seller, I hate for the fact that you're losing money on this house. I really do. I mean, you know, it's just the exact opposite of what should have happened. I agree with you completely. But let's do the right thing now and move past this problem so you guys can, you know, move to wherever you're, you know, Florida, wherever you're planning on moving next. And, and let's get this property sold for the most money for the least amount of, in the least amount of time for the least amount of hassle to you so we can get you moving forward. See, what I'm doing in both examples, guys, is I'm being sympathetic, but I'm not talking to them about their problems. I don't want to get into it with them about the problem. It. Right. I'm not, I'm not Dr. Phil. Neither are you. Do not talk to them about their health problems. Show emotion about it. Show compassion or financial problems or whatever their challenges are, but don't jump in the muck with them. That's when you guys start to feel yourselves being thinned of your emotional energy because you're giving too much of it away. So show emotional, have some professional compassion, if you want to call it that, but then move forward. And with a moving forward, what you do is you're refocusing their minds on what comes next. Because what happens is when they're focusing on what comes next, they're looking forward to the next stage, the next step, whatever happens after this. You know, they buy the house or they sell the house. That's going to get them at least temporarily past the lamenting on whatever the stressful thing is, it can help you get the transaction back on track. So we're going to be talking about these different strategies that you guys can do to shield yourselves from a lot of the seasonal stresses that happen from just, you know, essentially being in this industry. So, Julie, before we get to your first point, I believe yes. you have a uh, shout-out. I recognize yes, one of our clients, quick, I believe. Uh, yeah, to uh, Tanya Wolab in Austin. And she posts on our private Facebook page, thanks for the list-to-last topic. I've been following your plans but have been in full denial that I'm not focused on being a listing rock star. I'm doing very well with my lead follow-up, and I do have buyers. 
Lead prospecting for listings, though, has been passive. I have a few spokes, but not working listings at the highest level. I think I got this way because of feeling, ugh, there's no inventory, super competitive, blah, 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 BS. Okay, well put, Tanya. I appreciate your introspection. So I've come to the full realization where the big shift needs to be. I'm now reviewing all listing info today. It was a planned day off, but no need to wait, especially after today. My buyer made an offer in the neighborhood, walking distance to me. Multiple offers didn't get it. There's no inventory, but I will find it. Door knocking with two goals to get a listing appointment and find something for my buyer. Lots of tools and ideas uh, to use, thanks to Tim and Julie. Hoping to get my listing business booming, and we'll keep you posted. So, Tanya, I know you. I know that you're an implementer, and I know when you're serious and you put your mind to it, you're going to do this. So thank you for posting and being introspective on the Facebook page. You've got a lot of supporters there. It's one of the places you guys can go and, you know, feel like you're amongst friends, and that kind of ties into this whole topic today about getting away from some of the toxic situations that you guys deal with and trying to manage that away. It's never going to totally go away, but we're going to give you some tools. So nice job to Tanya, and we're looking forward to an update with your newest listing appointment. No pressure. Back to you, Tim. <laughs> That's exactly right. No pressure <laughs> whatsoever. So guys, look, again, be understanding that when you're feeling these pressures, when you're feeling these stresses, there is something you can do about it. But it's also a little bit of a victory that you're feeling pressure and stress because that means you're in the business. You would you'd be feeling a different kind of pressure and stress if you didn't have customers and you know buyers and sellers and transactions to manage. So be grateful for the fact that you, some of you guys, are making more money helping more people than maybe in some cases you ever thought you would and you're having more success this year than you maybe even thought you could. Uh, so be grateful for the stress. Be grateful for the energy that it's taking. Be grateful for the fact that you don't have any weekends off. Be grateful for the fact that you're working every hour that there, there is to work. That's called building a business. It's called being an entrepreneur. It's being successful. I promise you that it will not be this way for the whole year. There will be slowdowns. There will be opportunities for you to take a break. There will be times when you want to work and nobody else gives a damn called the holidays, okay? So when you're busy like a lot of you are now, when you're feeling the stresses that a lot of you are now, just think to yourself, you know what? I'm feeling this because I am in the game. I'm actually starting to do, or maybe it's some of you doing what I'm supposed to be doing when I don't want to do it at the highest level. And for that, I salute you. So, Julie, let's get to our topic. There you go. You got it. All right. Yes, it is more stressful not to have these things going on, actually. Good perspective. So we're talking about 12 strategies to stop toxic people from driving you nuts. I have a quote from John Mark Green. He said, toxic people attach themselves like cinder blocks tied to your ankles and then invite you for a swim in their poisoned waters. I think that kind of covers it. So uh, for those of you that occasionally come across this and, and, you know, realize that None of you have this all of the time. You just don't. It's just that when you're in it, it seems like it's a lot worse. So number one, prune the weeds before they grow. Have systems in place to identify what we call early warning signs before the weeds take over your relationship. In real estate, this means pre-qualifying 100% of your buyers and sellers for motivation, time frame, and level of cooperation. Use your buyer and seller pre-qualification scripts without exception. This could be an entire show, Tim, because how many times agents come to coaching calls or they post on Facebook, I can't believe that, you know, this didn't work out. They used a different agent. They wrote through an open house agent, you know, whatever. And we can trace it back to their lack of prequalification, which would have covered them on that. So one of the, the cures, prune the weeds before they grow, prequalify. Every time, no special rules for special people. 
every time the same way. Make sense, Tim? It does, absolutely. And guys, right, we made it easy for you. Just you just follow the scripts. Have a stack of scripts on your desk. If you have a team, everyone has a stack of scripts on their desk. The one stack is for seller prequal. The other is for buyer prequal. When a buyer or seller comes in, doesn't matter who gets the call. Every single person working for you should be in sales. There are no such things as support people. Every single person must be able to prequalify a sale. That way, it's not uh, leads not hanging lingering in a voicemail system. Every single person can prequalify. One of our rules for those of you guys who have teams. It's not a dedicated lead, you know, conversion person, or certainly not a third-party conversion company. Every single person answers the phones and can pre-qualify. Grab the forum, fill out the questions, use the script. You have a process. You have a system in place. Do it every single time the same way. Yes, it's curiously easier to do that than to scramble and do things differently on every different lead. So, and by the way, just a little secret here. If you guys aren't dealing with some of this, it's because you're not helping enough people. That's a fact. Yep. To get from where you are now to the next level, it means that you have to stop only doing deals with friends, family, and referrals. Those are what will soon become known to you as the easy deals in real estate, not ideally your only deals in real estate. Now, Unless you are retired, semi-retired, a real estate hobbyist, in which case maybe that's okay. But if you're actually following your goals, your dreams, feeding your family, getting to the next level, it's normal to deal with some of this. You just have to learn to deal with it, which is the premise of our show today and probably tomorrow. Okay, point number two, make sure that you are not the toxic person yourself. Monitor your complaintometer. Are you a battery charger or a battery drainer? What would people around you say about that? Do you create the problems just to feel like you've, quote, negotiated some of our listeners, you guys know who you are, maybe you wouldn't define it this way, but some of you have, I don't know, maybe I'd call it commission guilt, earning guilt, wealth guilt. You feel like maybe some deals are a little too easy, so you have to stir it up a little bit so your clients might feel like you actually negotiated on their behalf. Total waste of time. Don't be the problem. Be the solution. So point number two, make sure you are not the toxic person. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? Uh, well, how would they know if they're the toxic, per- toxic person or not? <laughs> Ask their friends and family <laughs> and look and well, check the okay. complaintometer, right? It's the introspection that basically is hard to do, right? So here's, here's yeah. how you can tell. Uh, how many people come to you to gossip? How many people come to you or how often do you go to others? And your opening line is, have you heard or do you know or anything that even you're resembles gossip or – Right, you're not going to believe. Or you go to the news all the time looking for latest headlines. You feed off Facebook looking for you know whatever might be breaking in people's lives that has nothing to do with anything. Those are all ego-related, little angstful, narcissistic little things that basically means you're probably the toxic person. That's the reason that we always suggest that if you guys are serious about going to the next level in your lives, not just financially but spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, educationally, the first step is almost always to go media free. Literally, shut yourself off. Oh my God, you're talking about not going to Facebook. Absolutely. Shut yourself off. No more news. No more radio. No more nothing. Just listen to this podcast. But sort yourself, field yourself, protect yourself from all these negative inputs that come from all these other places because all they're doing is feeding your innate narcissistic desire to gossip, to complain. Right? When is the last time you guys heard the news? Watch any news. Where every single story didn't have a complainy bent to it, usually political, right? 
So somehow yellow cars are somehow now considered racist, and yellow cabs in Texas, or I'm sorry, in uh, New York City are now having to be pressured to be made into some sort of – I mean, it's all goofy bullshit. You guys should have the mental and emotional clarity to realize that that stuff is actually hurting your ability to accomplish what you want to accomplish in life. Look at it for what it is. It's just badly done theater. It's just it, – all it is is just a bad form of en- entertainment. It's painful for me to say that because I grew up respecting the news, Tom Brokaw, Walter Cronkite. I mean those are the people I grew up on, a lot of you guys the same way. But those folks have left the building, and now what we have in place who are supposedly harbingers of the truth are not. They're just nothing other than actors, and you guys need to see it for that and stop allowing them to enter in your mind with these decisive, nasty, gossipy, complainy, uh, messages. Go cold turkey on media. Next point, Julie. Next point, number three, stop having separate rules for different or unique situations. We've covered this previously, but things like just because someone's buying or selling at twice your average sale price does not automatically make them qualified. Just because they say they're all cash does not mean they can prove it. So don't have separate rules for separate people. Just systematize and stick to the system. We have a saying in coaching, the system is the solution, but that assumes that you follow it. Point number four, when you generate an abundance of business, you don't have to tolerate the toxic, unmotivated, overly pushy, disrespectful time vampires. How many times have you worked with toxic people because you just didn't have enough in your pipeline and figured, what the heck? The more business you have, the less you'll say yes to questionable prospects. Lots of different places we see this, right? Like the fear of pre-qualifying a seller because it's their only listing prospect and they might find out they're not actually motivated. They'd rather take the listing overpriced and let the unmotivated seller beat on them about why it's not selling, right? I mean, it's all related. So when you generate, you don't have to tolerate is how I would summarize that. Okay, point number five. Stop thinking real estate is full of toxic people or that just your business has toxic types. It's not real estate. It's dealing with the public. Every business has – every business that is successful has toxic people slip under the radar from time to time. It's a numbers game. It's not real estate. Some of you guys have a series of bad or weird deals or bad experiences, and you start hating on real estate. I'm in a rut. I have all these nasty clients. It's not real estate. Now, it may be your business from time to time when you get several slipping past you because you got busy and disorganized. But ask yourself, when does that start happening to you? When you're busy, disorganized, when you've stopped using your scripts, when you started winging it? Be introspective, okay? It's not real estate. Julie, you said – but what you said is really important. You guys have got to accept the fact and see for the fact that as you become more successful and you start helping more people, you're going to have more challenging people that are going to show up on your doorstep. And that you're going to get sued. And you're going to have people filing complaints. And you're going to have people saying nasty things about you. All that shit is going to happen. It's part of the thing that you have to deal with as you become more successful. There's no way to avoid it. I'm not asking you to manifest it or create it, but I'm telling you that when it happens, don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. Don't let it take you off your game. It's just because you're in the game, and there's just a certain percent of the people that are out there that are, I mean, sociopathic in their behavior. They're just angry, nasty, deviant types. And occasionally you're going to let one land on your doorstep. And Julie's previous point is really very, very important. When you generate, you don't have to tolerate. So if you have enough leads 
and you end up at what some nasty, evil son of a bitch that you're having to deal with, but you have enough other business, um, even if you're sure that evil, nasty son of a bitch would eventually transact, you can fire them because you have enough other deals going on. And let me tell you, that is a good feeling, <laughs> you know? So that's yeah. important, guys. When you are able you to build to your business. you have to earn your right. You've got to earn that. You you know, if you've only got one deal and you don't know how you're going to pay your grocery bill, and that's a cranky but qualified person, you know, you still have to have a filter on this. You earn it by generating enough that you can be that particular. Right. Makes sense. But remember, you you guys are you guys are in the uh, in the business that are you're dealing with people. Remember, I said to start the show today, you're in the industry in an industry that basically is dealing with people during what will be one of the most stressful times of their lives. You guys could have people that are absolute crazy sociopaths you've never even imagined could exist on this planet, but then after the transaction's over, they invite you over for tea and cookies, and they don't remember how crazy they acted. That's called normal in real estate. Real. If you haven't experienced that yet, you will, and you'll remember that I just told you that, and you'll laugh. Okay? So just just know that, <laughs> that know that's part of it, and shield yourself from it. Julie, I can feel a story. I'm just having flashbacks from uh flashbacks. you know our flood, flood <laughs> clean fizbo you know oh, the last yeah. the, you know that used to work at the columbus zoo i know and i'm telling you I, I i swear i probably still have his cell phone memorized because he called me so frequently during that transaction yeah. uh for sale by owner in the floodplain for real in the floodplain it actually flooded very difficult i mean i think that he was a fizbo at like 150 and we sold it at like 105 i mean it was it was pretty serious by the time we got there and for a long time, was, it was our longest just, listing ever. Well, Julie, let's frame Eight this months. out. This was like this was like 15 years ago, okay? So this I was forever remember. ago. But I know exactly when she's talking about because the guy yeah. was so nasty. But after that, the punchline here, and Julie, let's get one more point, is that yep. to this day, and guys, we moved out of Ohio where we sold real estate like I don't even know how many years ago, a long time ago, and to this day, they still send us referrals. They know we don't sell real estate anymore. We're friends. They send us referrals, and we send them to our coaching clients. Seriously. Uh, Becky is the wife. I know what you're talking about. At the time, though, boy, did I ever live in dread of seeing his cell phone number across my phone, you know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, right? But it turned out fine. To your point, you know, people can sometimes be a little bit uh, off the hook during the transaction. It doesn't mean that's who they really are. But agents are the same way, right? Sometimes the craziest people you're going to deal with are the real estate agents because they're only – some of these agents this time of year, they're only doing like three and four deals a year. And these three and four deals are the only deals they're going to do, and they know they're not going to do any more, and they sure as heck don't want to have to do any real work to generate any more leads. And so they're going to be some of the Looney Tunes folks, the most crazy folks you're going to deal with because they are the least equipped to deal with stress and pressure because they're dealing – I mean, you guys get the point. This is all normal stuff. This is all normal stuff that's this time of year, and I promise you it does get easier because if you can learn from what we're telling you, which is the smart thing to do, or you can kind of go through this yourself and then basically have it uh, reinforced by what you heard on our shows or you heard in our coaching program. But really the takeaway for you to understand is when you're in it, when you're winning, when you're, uh, when you're trying to improve, when you're going through sort of the, a lot of this metamorphosis-type uh, changes you guys are going through in your business and professional lives, you know, when you're making more money, becoming more successful, becoming more skilled, don't think it's going to be an easy path. You're not jumping on an escalator. Trust me. It's going to be one jagged rock face that you're going to have to avoid the occasional loose rock and the lion and tiger that are just, you know, God, it is what it is. Suck it up, buttercup, and just stay focused. 
And right. remember, your highest and truest purpose on this planet and in this business is to be of service to other people. The way you can ultimately make it so that you can shield yourself from becoming an emotional punching bag to a lot of these guys it get, is get better at your skills. Because what happens, and that sometimes happens only through transactions. There's no two ways about it. Because you just get better. But if you know how to solve different people's problems, if you know how to essentially the answers to people's uh, challenges, and you are confident that you know what to say and how to say it, a lot of the things that would have boiled up as being stressful, dramatic things don't because you were able to head them off the pass because you saw them coming. That does come with experience. I'm not going to doubt that, but it also comes from your education. So listen, guys, I want you, every single one of you, to request your free coaching call. Do it right now. If you haven't done it yet, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're on iTunes, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're on our website, you there's a little box that's down there. Just fill that out, and you're going to see an image of those six free books. Real Estate Treasure Map, probably one of my favorite books that we've written. I want you guys to download that one immediately. They're free, and then when you request your free coaching call, you're going to be entitled to a coaching call with one of our um, new member coaches, and they're going to help you get started on your real estate lead generation wheel. Now, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you will as soon as you download the book. The lead generation wheel will answer the question that all of you guys are plagued with not having an answer for, which is why is my business and my leads and my cash flow inconsistent? The answer is you need to form your lead generation wheel. When you download the book, when you have your free coaching call, we are going to help you sort that out. Look, guys. We love what we do on this podcast. We love the feedback. We love the emails. Some of our best shows come from suggestions from all of you. If you have any suggestions, any topics you want us to talk about, please do not wait. Do not hesitate. Email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Wherever you are right now, we have country, We have listeners in all different countries. We have listeners certainly all over the United States, certainly in, you know, just everywhere. Wherever you are right now, please hear what I'm about to say. Stop waiting to feel like you're in the right place at the right time. I promise you, right now, no matter what's going on in your life, what's going on in your world, where you are listening to us right now, you are in the right place at the right time. Whatever in your mind that's been telling you that you've not been successful, you've not reached this certain height, you've not accomplished this specific goal because you haven't been in the right place at the right time, you haven't, you know, whatever, you're still waiting, stop waiting. You are in the right place at the right time. Now it's up, for you, to, up to you to take the right actions. It gets a lot easier when you accept these two absolute truisms of life. Your highest and best purpose in this planet is to be of service to other people. I think all of you intuitively know that. And number two do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Accept those two things, and everything else will get a hell of a lot easier. And remember, guys, the emotions, the feeling of passion, all these types of things, those are fleeting emotions. The real success, the ever-increasing buoyancy that you guys can have in your businesses do come from the continued effort, the repetitious boredom, the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. If there's anything we can do for you, email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, or of course, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Stay focused, guys. This is your market. You're in the right place at the right time. Take the right actions. Have a great day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.